everybody. I'm Trish. Heather and I are back with more tips showing you how we're surviving this pandemic. And today's topic will be our top three kitchen appliances. Hi, guys. I'm Heather. Trish and I are two fit models with near identical size six body measurements. And we've been paid to maintain those exact measurements under contract for a span of 20 plus years. We're writing a book called Paid to be Perfect to share what we've learned over those 20 plus years in an effort to help you find your own version of perfect. We hope our book will be out later this year, but in the meantime, we're sharing what works for us right now. Okay, Trish, it's your turn to get us started. So what are your top three kitchen appliances? Well, I had a hard time narrowing it down to my top three kitchen appliances. Um, if we're basing the top three on number of times used throughout the week, then I could easily say my blender and toaster because both of these small kitchen appliances get used every single day in my kitchen. The blender I use every morning after my workout for my post-workout protein shake. I do this as a daily habit to ensure my body's getting the nutrients it needs to build muscle and reduce exercise-induced muscle soreness. I also use my toaster every morning to toast one slice of Dave's Killer Bread, which I use as an open-faced sandwich for two eggs, a thin slice of Sargento cheese, and a topping of everything bagel seasoning from Aldi. It is yum. yum. Oh, <laughs> it is so good. You guys really have to try the combo. Um, I explain more about the items I eat for breakfast and why in our book. So when it comes out, make sure to check it out. I could also choose my programmable crock pot. Since this is definitely my busy mom um, on the go item in my kitchen. And if I know I'll be struggling to get a, a healthy family meal on the table, I, um, this is my go-to. I can seriously throw together a delicious family crock pot meal in just minutes before I head out the door to work. I just put everything in and program the crock pot to the time and uh, heat setting that I like. And... And then when Paul and the girls get home, they have a dinner ready for them. Um, this crock pot dinner prep is even faster if I've already prepped one of my favorite freezer to crock pot meals. Um, so once every, every few months, I'll take like an hour on a weekend and make four or five of these freezer to crock pot meals at one time. Uh, this ensures that when there is a day when I'm going to be working late, that I can just pull a prepped meal from the freezer, put it straight into the crock pot. Um, this way the family will have a healthy family meal when they come home. And so will I, um, we don't have to worry about going through a drive through or, um, getting takeout, um, because there's so much sodium <laughs> and saturated fat, yes. <laughs> extra calories and all that in takeout food. So try to make a meal at home. Um, anyway, however, if the top items in my kitchen, um, that, that I'm going to highlight, if, if they don't have to be appliances, um, then I would definitely choose my meal prepping tools. So my food chopper and my glass meal prep containers. Um, every Sunday, I set aside about an hour and a half to knock out a weekly meal prep. Um, I believe for most busy moms, meal prepping isn't half the battle. It really is the full battle. Uh, I often get asked, how do you meal prep as much as you do in just an hour and a half? Well, my food chopper is one of the big ways I speed things up. I can chop veggies in my food chopper in a quarter of the time it would take me to cut them with a knife. Every week, I double batch a soup, a fresh homemade soup, stew, or chili. Um, I will usually roast some type of vegetable or root vegetable, and I use my food chopper for all of these one pot or one tray recipes. 
The food chopper is also great when you need a finely diced uh, onion, uh, which I use a lot in meals to add flavor. Thing is, I love onions, but my kids don't. <laughs> so <laughs> I discovered that if they're diced small enough that the kids don't even realize they're there. I know, a sneaky mom move, I know. <laughs> uh, we have them all. Do you have a sneaky mom move, Heather, that you do when um... you cook? something that Luke no, doesn't care he's, for. He's a pretty, uh, he's a pretty good eater. He eats what I give him. So, but I'm, but I try to make him what he wants. Yeah. So I guess that's, that's what makes it easy. And he, <laughs> he likes a lot of vegetables. So that's good. Yeah. He eats a lot of vegetables. It's also a bonus that the food chopper doesn't contain, um, or, or that it contains the, the finely diced onion inside of it. Cause you know, when you dice an onion, how it's just so, aromatic and it can make you uh, tear up but my food chopper it contains everything that it chops in this little container at the bottom so it just holds on to it so that's another reason I love the food chopper but my all-time favorite item in my kitchen is definitely my glass meal prep containers I use these for work lunches this is the star in my kitchen that helps support my healthy lifestyle when I'm working with a new client on their health and fitness goals, we often talk about where to take the first step in transitioning to a healthy lifestyle. I encourage them to think about the, that low-hanging fruit, that one time in their day that's most challenging to stay on track with good nutrition. That's where to start to focus on change. Because if you can make tweaks in that one area to help you eat better, you'll make big strides toward achieving your health and fitness goals. And for me, that one time in my day that I struggle the most is during my busy fit model work day. Um, there are many days when I'm fit modeling that I'm working through lunch, don't have time for snacks, um, if I didn't prep ahead. Uh, so I would, I would be forced to go down to the cafeteria and eat their food, which most likely, um, just like restaurant food, is too high in saturated fats, calories, and sodium. The glass portion meal prep containers allow me to be able to make my Monday through Wednesday work lunches on a Sunday. This way, they're right there in the fridge, ready for me to grab in the morning, pop into my insulated lunch bag. And since the container is glass, I can pop it right into the microwave. And then I can eat it from the container. And when I get home, I pop it right into the dishwasher. Easy peasy. Now, if I meal prep salads for work lunches, then I use the upright glass mason jar container to keep the acidic dressing on the bottom of the container and away from the tender lettuce at the top. Um, if you've ever had a, uh, a leftover salad for a restaurant, you know that that does not go well the next day. You really just have to throw it out. So the mason jar helps you fresh prep salads and they stay fresh. It's that, uh, that shape of the container that helps separate the ingredients. So when I go to work, I just shake the container to disperse the dressing, eat the salad right from the container. And again, just put that glass container in the dishwasher when you get home. This Sunday meal prep habit just gives me fresh work lunches through, through Wednesday. So on Wednesday night, I do plan to make a double batch of a family dinner meal uh, for leftover for work lunches on Thursday and Friday. And yes, I still use my glass containers um, that are now clean from the dishwasher to put the Thursday and Friday lunches in. So I hope you found some of these kitchen appliances, tools, and tips helpful. We will have a um, PDF uh, downloadable handout 
with pictures of some of these items that we're mentioning today and others. So definitely check that out. And the link is in our bio. And we promise we won't be spamming you. And Heather's going to give you some more great kitchen items from her kitchen. Take it away. Yes, I am. Um, but yeah, let me tell everybody that you literally are the food prep queen. Um, I just can't believe how much you always get done food prepping either. So I think that food shopper is probably a great idea because I do kind of, you know, use the knife a little more. Um, and it does take a little while. And I do things like buy bags of baby carrots and buy bags of, um, you know, shredded broccoli and shredded cabbage and throw those into things because um, I don't like to chop things up. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah you're the food prep queen. Um, Okay, so my top three kitchen appliances. My first one, my number one favorite kitchen appliance of late is my almond cow. I bought it last fall and now I can't believe I ever bought almond milk and cartons from the store. It's, It's like a special blender without having to deal with straining all of the dry ingredients, which turns into a pulp when it's blended through a nut milk bag or a cheesecloth. Instead, there's a stainless steel container that you put the dry ingredients in and then you just rinse it off afterwards, making the cleanup super easy. It's all stainless steel, so you just rinse those parts and you're done. So you put the dry ingredients into the small, cl- into the small container and the filtered water in the main container. And at the touch of a button, you have fresh plant milk in a few minutes that lasts for about three days. Now, to screw the filter basket on tight so it stays put at first threw me for a loop and my son laughed at me when I said the almond cow puked because <laughs> I made a huge mess. I actually ruined the stainless steel filter basket when I first got it, but the company sent me a replacement right away. And uh, now that I know how to screw it on, get it on there properly, um, I've loved it ever since. Uh, so I started off using just almonds. But then I ended up mixing almonds and oats so I can eat the pulp without all the calories of a half cup of almonds. And I make at least two batches every week, sometimes more. So basically my recipe is filtered water, a half cup of old fashioned oats, about 10 almonds, a little sea salt, a bit of stevia, and maybe some almond or vanilla extract if I have any at home, although I make it without the extract all the time and it still tastes really good. You can do any nut or soybeans, or be as creative as you want with flavorings. I generally don't drink it straight that often. I mainly use it in my tea and my coffee and my oats. But if I do drink it plain, I can't believe how much better it tastes than store-bought plant milks that inevitably have preservatives, and they're just not as flavorful or fresh tasting. It does settle at the bottom of the container that you put it in, and I actually use mason jars a lot. Um, to put it in. So you do have to shake it up every time before you pour it. But the benefits of the taste and the easy cleanup outweigh that minor inconvenience, at least for me. Now, I don't know if everyone actually needs this appliance. I've never tried to make plant milks in the blender using a nut milk bag or cheesecloth. It's just always seemed too messy. And I didn't like the thought of the cleanup. But I know people who do do it that way with with a nut milk bag. And they're happy with it. I'm just really all about quick and easy. And uh, uh, if it wasn't quick and easy, the almond, if the almond cow wasn't quick and easy or if it was hard to clean up, despite the taste, um, I wouldn't want to deal with it. Um, I use all of the almond oat pulp. So there's absolutely no waste, which I love. They have recipes on the almond cow website for different things you can make with the pulp. But I just warm it up in the microwave and add a scoop of pea protein powder and eat it like dessert. 
I love that you don't have to log all those heavy cartons home from the store, which is also cool because it creates way less waste. I love everything about fresh, homemade almond oat milk. Um, it tastes better. It costs less than buying cartons from the store. It's less waste, so it's good for the planet. And the almond cow makes it easy to make that happen in my kitchen. And I wish they were paying me for this, but they're not. I'm just <laughs> sharing what I like and what I use. So I'm just, I'm very pro almond cow now that it's not puking all over my kitchen. Um, number two is my blender. Like Trish, I use my blender quite often. Um, because I use my blender so much, mainly for smoothie, mainly for smoothies, that is actually another reason why I love my almond cow, because then I can use both at the same time, or I don't have to clean the blender right away to make almond milk. In stay-at-home times, being able to use both at the same time is less of a, of a big deal, really, than when I'm on the go and uh, need to multitask. In any case, I personally still like having both, especially when my blender's in the dishwasher and I don't want to hand wash it. So... For my blender, I love doing smoothies. That's my number one thing I use it for. I'll usually put frozen fruit, leafy greens, maybe even some broccoli slaw um, or cabbage, freshly ground flax seeds, maybe also some chia seeds and a scoop of pea protein powder. I use water instead of plant milks because I really don't taste much difference between the two with everything else I put in. It's a no-brainer to fill your smoothies with frozen fruits and fresh leafy greens, but for seeds, I generally use flax seeds in my smoothies more often than chia or hemp because flax seeds are so high in fiber. And if I'm doing pizza night or indulging in dairy, which I eat uh, for treats, not every day, then I want that extra fiber in my diet since dairy can slow things down. And if you do eat meat, which I don't, but if you do, I highly suggest adding extra fiber in any form to your diet as well. I always buy whole flax seeds and freshly grind a spoonful in a coffee grinder. So actually a coffee grinder could be another, um, another appliance I could add to the list here. Uh, but I always grind them fresh right before consuming them because that's when the nutritional benefits are best absorbed. So I don't recommend buying ground flax seeds. Not that there isn't any benefit. You'll just get more if you grind them fresh every time you eat them. Last week, uh, Trish talks, talked about the benefits of chia seeds, and I love that we're doing this, Trish, because it reminds me to eat things I've eaten in the past but haven't eaten in a while, like chia seeds. So I just bought some since you brought it up on our top five things in the grocery cart podcast uh, with a cool story about the Mayans or the Incas or the Aztecs, which was it? I forget. <laughs> the Mayan. The, basically, the Mayan. basically ancient civilization. So I, I think... Um ancient cultures yeah yeah it probably is yeah. all three but Mayan specifically is what I've heard yeah I get them all confused because my son is actually doing a report which I told you about on all three of them um, as his last social studies project of the school year he has to present it on zoom next week so uh thank you to my son for teaching me how all those cultures behaved who got punished and why and who got their hands cut off for stealing <laughs> and all that other fun stuff yeah it's been a joyful homeschool learning experience um <laughs> And thank you, Trish, for the reminder about chia seeds. So there are a lot of great blenders out there. And so I won't recommend one in particular, um, unlike the Almond Cow, which is the only company I believe that makes that appliance. So in my opinion, you just can't go wrong with a good blender in the kitchen. And a smoothie is just one good reason. So that's why it's one of my favorites. And my last favorite kitchen appliance is my coffee pot because yum, I love coffee. <laughs> Uh, again, here I don't have a brand name to recommend. I just, um, you know, have my old coffee pot that I've had forever. I don't have a Keurig. I never jumped on that bandwagon, though I do like how easy they are. It's uh, surprising, actually, because I'm usually all about what's easy. 
but I just uh, use a regular old coffee pot with an old school filter and it does its job. So that's what I use. I don't drink um, caffeine anymore, except for only very occasionally. It's almost always decaf. I always like something warm and sweet after dinner. So I like to make a pot of decaf in the late afternoon or early evening and drink it then because I usually drink uh, decaf green tea early in the day. And of course, I add a little almond milk from my almond cow in each and every cup, which makes it magically and almondly delicious. <laughs> so that's it for me. Trish, do you have anything else before we close this podcast out? I don't just want to thank our listeners for listening to our paid to be perfect podcast, our pandemic edition. That is Um, sharing with all of you continues to help us focus our attention on something good. And we've loved starting this podcast and look forward to creating more. Know that this is just our roadmap and what works for us, but you're you. So take away from us what feels right and make it your own. However, that may look for you especially during these ever-changing times. If you want to hear more, please like and follow our Paid to Be Perfect podcast. It's on several different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. You can check us out on our IG account, which now has a link to our podcast in the bio. And as Trish said, it will have a PDF file on some of the favorite things that we've mentioned today and other things as well. And we will have lots of photos and ongoing tips in the stories. And we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Ask us questions about anything or just give us your ideas for what you want to hear in future podcasts. We want this to be fun and have you guys engage with us. And we want to help in whatever way we can from our corners of our homes. So stay tuned for more, including info about our book, Paid to be Perfect. Stay safe, be well, and remember, you're perfect.